Hi, I'm Katie Britt, and I just want to say that I endorse Biscuits Buttered, a podcast by none other than Victoria Vandenberg. And I just want to use this time to to give a shout out to all the dead babies I've had. I was told by my doctor to never have children because I just can't have them. And so I've had Ted. 10 dead babies. And every time I have a dead baby, I look, I look down at that dead baby and I just, I smile and I thank Jesus. I look at those dead baby eyes and I smile and I go, I did my job. I did my job. I brought this life into this world and it lived for two seconds. Actually, probably didn't even live that long. It's probably already dead, but... I did my part, and Jesus is happy, and he's smiling on these dead babies. Abortion is wrong. Abortion is wrong no matter what. And Victoria knows that. Victoria is a supporter of Justice Kavanaugh and the Republicans. And I'm running for Alabama Senate, and I want you to vote for me this November because it's just a shame not to bring a dead baby into this world. Okay, we got a lot of things to talk about on the podcast today. This is this is biscuits buttered with Victoria Vandenberg, and I just wanted to uh, make some corrections. Um, look. Back in the day, me and Katie Britt used to hang out, okay? We used to go bar hopping. We'd go and we'd go and we'd get poked, okay? We'd go out, we'd pick up randos, and we would just, we were very promiscuous. We would lift our skirts every time we seen a man. And uh, she just endorsed the podcast, uh, which was a paid endorsement. Uh, Look, I don't support her politics. I just... You know, it's like one of those things, it's like a high school friend. You just can't, you can't just cut them off. You gotta, you know, you can't just, it's like family. You can't cut them off. Uh, So yeah, Katie Britt endorses this podcast. In case you didn't know, uh, don't vote for her. (laughs) But just know she endorses this podcast. (laughs) Uh, And we have another correction. Uh, We have another correction. Uh, last episode, I kept saying Hansful when I meant Hartzell. So when I was talking about the Freight House restaurant, uh, for some reason I kept saying Hansful, Hartzell, Alabama. Hartzell. Okay. <laughs> I woke up this morning and I went, uh, went uh, over to Big Bad Breakfast in Florence, which is, is it's great. Go over there and eat. There's nothing like waking up, getting your day started, going and getting shrimp and grits at Big Bad Breakfast in Florence, Alabama, which is, they're really, Florence is getting nice. I mean, they're remodeling the old Fred's and putting in a mug shots. I mean, <laughs> that doesn't make it sound nice, but look, it's nice. They're remodeling the building. It's going to look good. Uh, go to mug shots when it opens maybe eventually there'll be a better restaurant in there but at least they're remodeling i love it when they take old buildings and they restore them and fix them up and that's exactly what they're doing with that and i'm happy about it whether you like it or not i'm fucking happy about it okay when 
been all over the place. Went to Field and Stream, went to Royal King, which is my favorite store. And um, But we, we have a lot to talk about because this has been one of those weekends. I've been recording a lot. And um, so I just went to McDonald's. And I, at McDonald's, I found a sure sign that our civilization is falling apart. And, and weirdly, I look at this and I go, this is a sign that our whole society is collapsing and that my generation is a bunch of fuck-ups. So, I get in here, I see these weird... I'm in line, I'm waiting on this guy who's fucking taking 30 minutes to order. And I'm like, there's these like little four-eyed creatures staring at me. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why are these, these, these weird four-eyed creatures staring at me? On the fucking sign. I'm like, what is it? It looks like an acid trip. I'm looking at the sign for the, for the menu, and it's like, I'm tripping. They have the fucking, uh, what's the purple thing called? Um, I can't remember what it's called. The purple thing, the McDonald's, you know, back when they used to actually have mascots, back when McDonald's used to be a happy place, back when McDonald's was like red and had playgrounds. And now they've turned it into like these gray building, gray and brown buildings. I guess they're trying to make it look like Starbucks or something. It just looks depressing to me. Anyway, so they've got these little fried creatures. And they're like, they got the Hamburglar, only he's four-eyed. I can't remember what the purple thing's called. Then there's a little duck with four, a little uh, duck with pigtails with four eyes. And then there's like this little happy face guy with a McDonald's shirt on. And he has four eyes and a hat on. I'm like, what the fuck is, am I tripping? And the, it's called the Cactus Plant Flea Market Box. The Cactus Plant Flea Market Box. And I go up, I'm like, what? I want to know what's in this box. Because they've got me. They threw the fucking hook out there and they reeled me in, the fucking cocksuckers. So I get up here, I'm like, what is that? What is a cactus plant flea market box? And they're like, it's an adult Happy Meal. And I have two thoughts about this. It's a sure sign that our society's collapsing. But I also want to order the cactus plant flea market box. Because I want to collect these toys. Uh, because they're just trippy. I like trippy shit. I like weird shit. I mean, they really know. You know, they're like, oh. It's a kid who grew up in the 80s and 90s. He's probably going to want some fucked up shit. We'll just make some really fucked up toys and throw them in here. And they're going to love it. Anything weird, they're going to love. And they're right. Because now I want to collect these. And I don't remember what the purple thing is called. But it looks like. It looks like a butt plug to be honest with you. So if you're at McDonald's. Go 
get you a cactus plant flea market box. But don't be happy with yourself. Don't. Just don't. Because you are the problem. I am the problem. Because, you know, like the generations before us, they went and worked like, you know, 12-hour shifts and fucking kept America running while we were watching, you know, old reruns of Maury. And now here we are. We're off work. We don't like working. We're quiet quitters. We'll work eight hours a day and bitch about it. And then we'll get off work and we'll be like, let's go get an adult happy meal because I'm still a child. Everything that's wrong with society is wrapped up in the adult happy meals. Everything wrong with society. But I'm going to collect them. I'm going to collect them. They're, they're cool. They're trippy. I like it. Um, why shouldn't I have fun? <laughs> why shouldn't I collect stupid shit? And in case y'all don't know, my house is uh, full of just random shit I've collected over the years. And um, I'm going to be one of those, like, one day, you know, like if you ever watch American Pickers and he goes to like, um, you know, this guy living in a trailer and his trailer's full of shit and his barn's full of shit. Well, that's me because I, I just pile up stuff. I collect stuff. I collect posters and books and all kinds of weird stuff that I find in antique stores and flea markets and, you know, if I go down to New Orleans, I spend most of my time going through antique stores and going through the French market to buy stupid bullshit that's just going to pile up at my house. Like I'm currently staring at a mask that I bought and it's like a Mardi Gras mask. Only it has like horns and it's very decorous. It's very, it's got pink and purples and golds and whites and it looks really cool. Uh, maybe I'll post a picture of it. Uh, it's really, it's a, it's a fucking cool mask, but uh, it's not good to start collecting stuff because it piles up and it piles up and it piles up and it has nowhere to go. And eventually I'm going to die and somebody's going to have to deal with all this bullshit that I've collected. Just bullshit. Like I'm looking up at my top shelf and for some reason I have a turquoise necklace. Why do I have a turquoise necklace? But I just like collecting stuff. Uh, I I got I got a stained glass, um, like little uh, mosaic thing uh, that's in a frame that I bought in Hill City, South Dakota. And uh, I can't tell what they were going for with it. Sometimes I look at it and it looks like a heart. And then sometimes I look at it and it looks like a demon. <laughs> Anything demonic I love. Uh, I'm drawn to uh, I'm drawn to Satanism. I'm not a Satanist. Uh, I don't practice any religion, but I do like the uh, pageantry of Satanism. Like when people dress in hoods and, you know, um, just try to look their best in their hoods and their satanic decor. I think it looks cool. And so I'm drawn to it. Any type of movie that's about Satanism or anything like that, I usually gravitate towards even, and here's another thing I'm looking at that I bought in um, Tombstone, Arizona. I was 
in the, um, I think it's called the Birdcage. I might be saying it wrong. The Birdcage Saloon, which is like this really old saloon in Tombstone. And it's got like bullet holes in the ceiling where they used to actually shoot their guns during shows. But I went in the basement and uh, they have a store in the basement. Oh God, my dog just farted. My dog has got gas really bad. And it's, ugh. That was rough. That was rough. It, my dog, like it farts so bad that you think it's shit in the house. Well, anyway, I bought this little brass demon face thing in the in the basement of the Birdcage Saloon in Tombstone, Arizona. And I thought it was a, a, a bottle opener. Because it's, it's shaped weird. It's like the mouth is open. And it's like it's not big enough to be an ashtray. It just looked like it would be a bottle opener, right? And then I get it home and I'm like, it doesn't open bottles. And I'm like, fuck, I just brought some kind of evil medallion fucking trinket tchotchke thing in my house. And it's going to curse my fucking house. Um, amulet? I don't know what you'd call it. Uh, it's weird, though. And it kind of gives me the creeps now because it looks like it has a purpose, but it doesn't. <laughs> I just brought some evil shit in my house, but I'm not superstitious. So I don't really care. I am, well, I am a little superstitious. Sometimes I'm a little superstitious. Um, I brought a rock back from the Bell Witch Cave and uh, I had a bad year after I did that. <laughs> so I am a little superstitious, I guess. Well, anyway, this is just um, a laid-back podcast. I'm uh, just ranting about stupid shit, and I figured I'd get a, one more in before the end of the weekend. And so we have <clears throat> we have a new menu at Cracker Barrel, and uh, somebody needs to pray. They need to have the, the people who are praying in Coleman at the prayer circle for the ginger gays need to come to Cracker Barrel and pray for them because they're changing the menu. I don't know why they're changing the menu, but they're changing the menu. And so now they're trying to make it like a place where you come and get breakfast and drink mimosas. Okay, that's that is not what the Cracker Barrel is set up for. Okay, the Cracker Barrel is set up for old people, fat people like me, and others who just want to come eat some pancakes and get some sweet tea. They, they don't want to deal with people coming in there and getting drunk and pitching a fit and causing ruckus. This is meant for old, sleepy fat people like me we don't want people coming in fucking drinking mimosas drinking mixed drinks drinking we, wine drinkers should not be allowed in the cracker barrel okay they shouldn't be allowed that is not the type of person you want in a cracker barrel don't invite them in they'll try to make it haughty I swear I've been I've been to wine bars over the years and wine drinkers 
look, if you're just getting wine and going back to your house, you know, that's fine. But, you know, you go into a wine bar. Tell me you don't notice a difference in the people in a wine bar that would be, you know, that would be different than a regular bar. You go in there, they're, they're very uppity and elitist. And like there used to be one in Florence and um, they basically treated me like shit when I went in there. And I was like, man, why are they treating me like shit? And I was like, oh, I'm wearing sweatpants and a shirt. <laughs> then, uh, then there was another wine bar I went into in Nashville, which was in the um, uh, the assembly hall. And uh, I went up uh, in the in the place, and the guy was trying not to serve me. Uh, he kept uh, telling me to go down to the other to the other bar and I was like, excuse me, I just sat down right here. I'm not about to walk, you know, a quarter mile down there to go to the other place. Serve me here. But he kept suggesting this other place like over and over and over again. And I was like, why does he not want me here? <laughs> but I'm what I'm a stubborn person. So when someone does that, I'm like, yeah, I'm staying I'm staying and I'm going to be really annoying and obnoxious now because you're a fucking asshole who I guess doesn't, they don't want me there. And I, I don't know what was up that day. I was dressed pretty nice that day, but uh, he, he didn't want me in his wine bar. I guess it's fat discrimination, which is a thing. You know, people, people don't like fat people. I, I've faced fat discrimination a lot. I One time I applied for work at Aldi, which is a good grocery store, but I came in and the manager just looked at me. He was like, uh, sir, um, you know, we, we have to stock shelves. It's pretty hard manual labor. And I'm like, motherfucker, that's all I do. Like, I'm a hardworking person. Like, I could fucking run circles around you. I might be fat, but I will run fucking circles around you. It's like, you should see the shit I do at work. I lift like fucking 300 pounds at a time. Motherfucker. Well, anyway, that's just my rant. Don't judge a person um, by how fat they are because they might be in better shape than you. And uh, most people at work, I'm in better shape than, even though I'm twice their size. <laughs> Fuckers. But uh, yeah, so anyway, this guy didn't want me to sit at his wine bar, his precious wine bar. And I, I still don't know why he didn't want me to be in there, but... Uh, uh, still kind of annoying. And that, that's why I've, you know, there's two types of people I'm bigoted against. People who run wine bars, because not even wine, because I'm a wine drinker uh, every once in a while. Um, it's like drinking only healthy. Uh, and then golfers. Golfers are the worst. Type. You, don't, you don't want golfers anywhere near you. They're really racist they're, they're the same as like, you know, people who go to wine bars, you know, they think for some reason they think they're better than everybody else. I, I don't know. It's a bad set of people. You do not want to invite golfers into your neighborhood. Bunch of fucking assholes. Okay. And um, let's see here. It, it, you know, Cracker Barrel, I've been going there my whole life. I'm, I love Cracker Barrel. I don't mind openly admitting that. You know, it's kind of like, you know, because people look down on it. It's kind of like you're a Nickelback, Nickelback fan or something. You know, you don't you can't admit it publicly. But I am a fan of Cracker Barrel, and I don't mind saying it. And they should stop 
fucking with the menu. Everything, everything's being destroyed in this country. And God is frowning on Cracker Barrel right now. I just want you to know that. He's frowning on Cracker Barrel. And that leads us to Chris. We're going to bitch about crystals for a little bit. I'm not even getting into getting into the things that I had written down on my list because I got to bitch about fast food because I'm a fat fuck and I'm going to talk about food. So crystals got rid of their corn pups. Why? What are they doing? How do you get rid of your corn pups? I've been eating these fucking corn pups since I was a baby. And this probably was wrong with me. It's probably like eating paint chips. But I, I've been eating these corn pups and they got rid of them. And they changed their chick recipe. So now when you order a chick, it's like three times the size it was before. And they were good when they were small. When they were like bite size, you know, kind of slider things. And now it's like almost a full fucking sandwich. And they went up on the price and everything. So crystals. Get your shit together. God's never really shined on you. God God used to shine on Cracker Barrel. But God's never shined on you, Crystal. You've always been a dark spot, but a good spot to eat corn pups. <laughs> so I was on, um, I, I have a, a RSS feed that I do this podcast on. I've been wondering like, if anybody listens to this, you know, I started this podcast a couple of weeks ago, so I don't even know why I'm paying attention to who's listening because obviously no one's listening. Uh, but, and I don't know if this was by accident. So we have fans in Belgium. And I just want to speak to you directly if you're a fan in Belgium. Um, please keep listening. I'm a fan of Belgium. Y'all are always like top of the list. You know, when it comes to everything like healthcare and happiness and just having a good life. Belgium is always the top of the top. And I can't believe, cause I'm in Alabama. I'm like, this is one of the worst States in our country. And, uh, I can't believe someone in such a good country would be listening to a podcast in one of the worst States in the union. We're better than Mississippi. Look, what? Okay. This is how I view it. We're okay. Nebraska's terror. Nebraska's horrible. The Midwest is horrible, but they don't, you know, they don't tend to get on the like the bad education, bad health care, all that stuff list. We're always at the bottom, and the only people that stop us from being last is Mississippi. So we're always like, thank God for Mississippi because they stop us from being the worst in the country. <laughs> And we know better. That's that's the horrible thing about it. Alabama knows better. There's lots of um, there's lots of smart people here. Now, I think even Meemaw Ivy knows better. She just doesn't want to go there because she knows there's a lot of really stubborn people that don't want you to fix anything. They want everybody to be going to a Christian school and having to pay, having to go into fucking bankruptcy to pay their health care bills. Well, anyway, so then we had someone from the country of Georgia listening in, uh, and I just want to yell at the people from Georgia. I love Georgia. It's a great country. Um, it's somewhere. Okay, I'm going to come clean. Uh, if you 
handed me a map that didn't have the countries like names written on it. And I know it would be somewhere in Europe, <laughs> but I wouldn't know where it was. <laughs> and I, I, I'm going to fuck up this name. Kali, Kalaki Tbilisi. I don't know. Someone was listening to the podcast from there. And I want to thank you for listening. I love Georgia. I love the Georgian people. Um, I'm going to visit there one day just because I know I have listeners in the country of Georgia. And then somebody was listening from Hyperbad, India. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I love Indian people. I love Indian food. Uh, Indians, Indians are, uh, depending on where they're from, like you'll meet Indians in like a culturally, you know, like with Thai people, every Thai person is nice. And then you meet an Indian and it's like, they're either really mean or really nice. I don't know what that's about. You'll meet them. Like, like this guy's either really, really nice or really, really mean. There's no in between. There's no middle road there. But if you're listening in India, I love Indian people. In fact, all the everybody I'm talking to right now, we got people. We got people listening in San Francisco. We've got people listening all over the country. We had somebody listening in Decatur the other day. We had somebody listening in Aberdeen, uh, Mississippi. Uh, hold on, just a minute. Somebody's yelling at me. Okay, we're back. Somebody rudely interrupted the podcast. Uh, so we had yeah somebody listening in Aberdeen, Mississippi, and I'm going to thank y'all for listening to me. I know it's hard. Because uh, uh, my conversational style is like a rushing, a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> you know, I start one thing and then I get off. You know, and it's like, and they just open into one another, and it just goes all over the place. So, bear with me. I just want to thank the fans from Belgium, from Georgia, from San Francisco, from Mississippi, from North Carolina. All these people that are listening. I want to thank you very much. Somebody was from Ohio listening the other day, and I want to thank you for listening uh, to this podcast. I don't know why anybody would, because this podcast is about nothing, and it is probably about the most trash podcast on the internet right now, because I don't know who would want to listen to uh, a guy from Alabama talk about just the most mundane shit you can imagine. So, Stand Up Live called me the other day. Not not for a good, it's not like they were fucking hiring me to do stand up. But no, they called me because Jeffrey Ross canceled. And I want to publicly shame Jeffrey Ross for canceling uh, at Stand Up Live in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, and uh, I was really looking forward to him. They're bringing him back in June. I hope to get to go to that. But Doug Stanhope's going to be there on Monday, and me and Bert's Chili is going to go to uh, see Doug Stanhope. And I I kind of regret getting the tickets for Doug Stanhope because I started listening to his podcast. And it's one of those things where you, you listen to him and you go, oh. Because you know, I remember him, you know, doing stand-up a long time ago and being funny. And I remember him uh, being on the man show, you know, the second iteration of the man show. And it, 
he's kind of a dick. I didn't realize it. I started, I was listening to his podcast and he's like, got these women on there. And he's like, he's always like talking down to them and treating them like shit. Like the other day he was on there. It's just words. Oh, I'm Doug Stanhope. Oh, I'm edgy. <laughs> That's my impression of Doug Stanhope. I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm drinking. Ain't I edgy? You know, and he's like bitching out these women, like embarrassing him, embarrassing these women on his podcast. I'm like, man, this dude's just kind of a dick. I regret buying his tickets, you know. He's kind of like a bad person. Because, you know, I, I say terrible shit on this podcast a lot, but I don't, I don't like go out and bully people. You know, I'm trying to be funny on the podcast, but I don't go out and like openly bully people on in public, you know, like he does. And that's what it felt like he was doing on his show. Uh, but I'm still going to go see his show, see if he can, um, um, see if he's worth it anymore. I don't know. You know, we'll see if he's funny still. Um, yeah, I, lo- I love stand up live in Huntsville. They're always like giving out free tickets when they can't fill the seats. Cause they're basically their business model is they sell food and they know that my fat ass will come in there and have like a $50 bar tab and buy nachos. <laughs> so they're always calling me like, Hey, will you come see this washed out person from back in the day? I'm like, sure. Sure. I sure will. <laughs> there was a guy that me and uh, dad went and seen a couple of months ago. Um, called the raging Cajun. And I'm trying to remember his actual name. Um, but anyway, he, he was actually all right. He was pretty good. I was surprised. Uh, I think he, I didn't know about it because they gave us the free tickets and we went. And I don't know. He goes on Rick and Bubba a lot. So I was like, I don't fucking know. He goes on Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba is just, they're just annoying. I just hate dealing with them. They're just constantly like talking politics and bitching about it's like like they're fucking multi-millionaires and all they do is bitch about their taxes and how much better they need their lives to be and they try to like pretend they're good old boys but they're living in like mansions in mountain brook (laughs) it's like you're not a good old boy you're just like a fucking rich asshole okay uh let's see here go through my list um, let's talk about something else. We've done a lot on the podcast today. We've had an endorsement by, by the future Senator Katie Britt of Alabama. <laughs> we've had, uh, we've talked about the Cracker Barrel menu. We've had a shout out to our friends. We've talked about, uh, stand up live. Um, let's talk about white sauce. Now I mentioned this, uh, last podcast, that I wanted to talk about white sauce brands. Um, first off, we got to get something out of the way. If we're going to talk about white sauce brands, um, Nashville, we got to talk about Nashville. Uh, you have to stop immediately. Stop. Just fucking stop. You're not good. You don't know what you're doing. Jack Cawthorn, just 
I don't know what fucking extraterrestrial planet you came from where you think your sauces are good. They're disgusting and they taste like someone came from another planet and was trying to make what a barbecue sauce would be without actually looking at anyone else's recipes. Fucking disgust. Everywhere you go in Nashville, because apparently Nashville has become popular for white sauce now. <laughs> and everywhere you go, it's like the most disgusting stuff you've ever had in your mouth. Like me and uh, my brother went into one of the restaurants and we had this like hipster um, hipster waiter who was like, yeah, I bet you want to try that white sauce. And I'm like, oh, probably not, dude. And he's like, yeah, right. I know you do because you're on vacation fucking tourist you know like he had that kind of you know attitude like so and, I, and i'm like he gives me the white sauce i'm like I'll, I'll give it a try i'll give it a try but i know it's going to be bad because it was made in nashville and no one knows how to make shit in nashville their fucking cornbread is flat just put that in perspective their cornbread is flat something ain't right Okay, so gives me this, and it's just, I, I take a dip in it, and I'm like, this isn't white sauce. And he's like, man, this is Nashville. We made white sauce. We're known for our white sauce. It's like, no, you didn't have white sauce like five years ago. This is a new thing. Y'all fucking took it from North Alabama, and you need to just stop trying because you're not good at it stop just stop so okay we're going to talk about white sauce we're going to rate some of the uh, brands okay banks barbecue sauce or banks white sauce is uh it's all right you know it's nothing to call home about it's all right for some reason if you buy it at the store it's like it doesn't coagulate good so like all the Oils and shit will drip down to the bottom and it'll be like kind of separate. Like the white will be on the top and the oils will be on the bottom and it'll look, it'll look terrible on the shelf. I, I don't know what causes it to do that, but, um, but the actual Banks barbecue and, um, Haleville, I believe it's in, um, it's actually good if you're at the restaurant eating it, but I wouldn't buy it in the store. Uh, there's another barbecue, uh, white sauce called Lily. Don't do it. Oh, no, no, no. Not Lily. Not Lily. I'm telling you wrong. Which, that's a constant thing on this podcast, me saying things wrong. It's called Ivory. Ivory white sauce. That is disgusting nonsense. I don't know who makes that. Uh, probably from Nashville. I don't know. I think it's actually from up north. It's disgusting. And they should be ashamed of themselves, much like everyone who makes white sauce in Nashville. Uh, oh yeah, I just want to do a quick Martin's Barbecue Overpriced, not worth it In Nashville Overpriced, not worth it Just isn't it Just isn't what they claim it to be Okay, so There is uh, Banks Which is good if you're at their actual Business Getting it, don't buy it in the store uh, there used to be a brand, I think they just went out of business, called JD's Barbecue. Or excuse me, white, I don't know why I keep saying bar, white sauce. It's barbecue sauce, but it's white sauce. Okay, so that used to be my favorite white sauce. 
Um, and they're apparently going out of business uh, just due to just due to life sucking now. Supply chain issues and just America collapsing. Um, we can't even get proper white sauce. So they're going out of business. So I would say, you know, probably Big Bob Gibson's is probably the best. Um, I do want to actually over at Flobama and Florence, they got pretty good uh, white sauce. I love I love pouring their white sauce over some smoked chicken. And but my favorite, I think my favorite white sauce is actually at John's Barbecue because their white sauce is. I mean, I can pour it over hush puppies. Like I, I, I use it on more than just chicken. I mean, I, I will pour it on everything I can put it on. Put it on some fried okra. Put it on some hush puppies. Just slather it all over yourself. Just get naked and slather it all over yourself because it's that good. Their white sauce, you could drink it. You could drink it. It's that good. So go try John's white sauce. Uh, that, that that's basically you know there's basically Bob's there's JD's and um, what's that other a three hundred six barbecue they have white sauce it's it's all right it's all right it's edible <laughs> three hundred six there's uh oh over in Russellville there's um Pilgrims. That's a good barbecue place, and they have good white sauce, so go try that. I guess we're going to shit on Florence a little bit. Why not? Let's shit on Florence. Okay. <laughs> Riccatoni Valentino. I'm not saying his name. <laughs> I'm not saying his name uh, right because he's, uh, he's, he's kind of a character. <laughs> I just want to shit on Rick Tony Valentino. This is like the most cringe motherfucker ever. So uh, this this guy is like kind of like a cancer on Florence. So like Florence is like this nice little town, and it's so sad that they got this guy named Rick Tony Valentino because I don't want to say his name the proper way because I don't. He's kind of. Trumpy, he'll sue me. So he always has these fucking cringe. You can get online and actually look him up. He has tons of YouTube videos and just weird, like just weird stuff that he does. Like uh, he thinks he thinks he's funny, and for some reason he goes by this fake name, and. Um, he, he created this uh, character called Riccatoni Valentino. Uh, it's actually Valentino, but I'm going to say Valentino. Um, and, uh, he, you know, he, he claims to be a top chef from L.A. And he was in L.A. and he looked at the scene. He said, Mm-mm, there's nothing going on in Hollywood. You know where the top dining town in the country is is it new orleans no is it san francisco no is it new york is it charleston no it's florence alabama 
And I moved there and I opened up Riccatoni Ballantinos and I tortured the town folk with really bad billboards. So he, he had a billboard and that hurt my voice actually. Um, and it says Riccadit gum on it. Gum. Gum. But when you read it, because they didn't do the G right, it looks like it says Riccadent come. So every time I go to Florence, I'm like, Riccadent come all over your face. Because this guy's just like, he's the cringiest motherfucker everywhere. Anyway. And, he, and he's just like, okay, a couple of years ago, there's a big controversy where uh, he didn't like the fact that um, black people uh, did not, they didn't want uh, a monument to a Confederate soldier in front of the courthouse, <laughs> which is understandable, right? You know, if you, if you're, you know, why would you want uh, a shrine to the Confederacy in front of a fucking judicial building? I mean, come on, it just makes sense, right? You're not going to believe that you can get a fair trial when there's a, like a fucking memorial to the fucking confederates there that was put there like back in the 20s um, by racists so uh, he didn't like that and so he, he would always be getting into arguments with these people he didn't like that they marched downtown when he's trying to run an authentic Italian restaurant <laughs> he's not even fucking Italian well, anyway, uh, and actually if you want an authentic Italian experience in Florence, Alabama. Go to Little Capone's or something. <laughs> Go to is better. Go to Little Capone's, or you know what? My favorite place to get a slice of pizza, Sam's Club. <laughs> Just go in Sam's Club. What are you doing? Make noises into the microphone. Make noises into the microphone. Say hi. Her name. This is my dog. She just showed up. Her name is uh, Peanut. Peanut! Make noises. We'll just turn this into one of those, was it MS? I, for, I forgot what it's called. <laughs> ASMR <laughs> videos. Well, anyway, this guy's cringe as shit. And he ends up, like, there's a, a newspaper for UNA called The Floral. And uh, he ends up threatening... One of the reporters, some lady working for the floor alley, threatens her. And um, I just, he's like, you don't want to make an enemy of me. I'm an Italian. <laughs> Straight out of the Sopranos. I'm like, this a, you're a fictional character. I don't even know what his real name is. But he's not an Italian. He's just like some rich kid that started a business in Florence who claims to be from L.A., and I don't like, where did this fucking guy come from? Maybe we do need to look into his background. <laughs> Maybe he does have mafia connections. I don't know why. But anyway, he threatens people when you uh, ask questions. Oh, I'm forgetting like the biggest controversy of all. He used to have applications on his, um, and we're not talking about Rick and Tony Valentino just for legal purposes. We're talking about Riccatoni Ballantino. Have no clue. Have no, we're not, yeah, okay. Don't want to get sued by this guy because he's kind of a asshole piece of shit. 
so his application for his restaurant, you would come in, there would be, you would have to put your height and your weight and all this stuff on, which I've never seen that on an application. So he's wanting to hire, you know, hot young people, right? And I, I've been in his restaurant. You look at the waiters, you look at the people working in there. You know, it looks like an Abercrombie and Fitch ad. You know, it's all like hot young people. So he is doing that. He's hiring hot young people because, you know, people go in there, they want to be served by a hot young person. That That's what's going on. He's doing that. He's not going to hire some fat fuck like me. <laughs> if I come in there, I'm like, nope, nope. Your BMI is too high. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd rather like hire like some like girl that does meth on the side than hire someone who actually needs a job. Okay. Well, let's see here. Well, we'll stop bitching about Riccatoni Valentino. Riccadit come. Then he used to have a billboard something about MAGA or make. Uh, make dining out good again, or something. I don't know. He he used to have a lot of stuff his MAGA themed on his billboards, and he's got a new billboard that I don't even understand. It's something about a dining out charge or something. I don't know. He he's a weird guy, <laughs> a weird guy. He doesn't he gets jealous about other businesses coming in, and it's like, dude, you got a good business. I go all over the state, you know, I go, when, when I tell people that, you know, I'm from the Florence area, um, people go, Rick, Rick, I don't want to say the actual name, Rick <laughs> I don't want to say the actual name, Not, I don't want to get sued, uh, Rick <laughs> that's as close as I'm going to get, so... <laughs> Uh, that I mean, literally everywhere you go in the state, people will. If you mention Florence, they will say that, say the restaurant's name, because I mean they actually do got good food. It's just the owner's a piece of shit. Okay, so let's move on. Adam Levine. People are upset about Adam Levine and Lizzo. <laughs> people, so. Adam Levine apparently is like being flirtatious with women online, and apparently that's a problem for everybody. I don't understand. If I was Adam Levine, I'd be crushing it every day is what I'd be doing. I mean, come on. And I was like, why be married? Why be married when you're rich and famous? Just go out and crush it. And then everybody's mad about Lizzo. And uh, Lizzo triggers a lot of people. You know, she's big, she's fat, and I didn't even know it. Apparently, she's a classically trained flutist. <laughs> um, and she played, um, was it Thomas Jefferson's flute? I can't remember. She played some historical figure's flute because I'm retarded and I can't remember. But people are mad. It was a glass flute. It's, it's a glass flute. 
and people are mad about it because Lizzo triggers people. And I, I don't know, we're, we're living in a different age. You know, we're really living in a different age where someone who is as big as her can get naked on TV and people, people applaud it. <laughs> like, uh, it makes me want to just strip off all my clothes and learn how to play flute. Cause I'm like, fuck it. I think people just want, people want to be entertained. But I got to thinking about it. I was like, why do people like Lizzo? Because I've never heard a song by her that I thought. You know, you see other artists, you know, that you're like, oh, they're very talented. You know, like Adele and Lady Gaga and people. And then you see like, I don't know, Megan Trawler or somebody. And you're like, eh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if you're talented. You just seem bad. Like, at least Adele can sing. At least Lady Gaga can write beautiful songs and sing and dance and everything. And then you see Megan Trawler, who's, like, cockier than all of them. Like, and he's like, no, you're not talented. I don't think Beyonce, this is a controversial statement. I think Beyonce kind of sucks. She insists upon herself. And I will not have it. Lots of news to get to. So, fucking Jordan Peterson is mentally unstable. And if you're an incel sitting in your house right now, uh, I I got advice for you. Don't, I'm taking over from here. I'm taking the wheel. I'm taking the wheel. Stop watching Jordan Peterson's videos. He's mentally ill. Every time he fucking goes on TV, he starts breaking down crying. Uh, he just broke down on national television crying over something somebody said about him. And he went on Joe Rogan in a fucking tuxedo and he broke down crying. This guy is not stable. So I, I've got a message directly to the incels sitting at home right now. I'm the new Jordan Peterson. I'm taking over at this moment. You're going to listen to me. Because I'm not as bad as you, okay? You're in a bad place. But I also view myself as in a bad place. I'm single. I live at home, at my parents' home. But the difference between you and me is that every once in a while I do get laid. (laughs) Every once in a blue moon I do get laid. And I also, I work. Okay? I'm going to give you some advice. Um, Whatever you're doing right now, stop it. If you're watching Jordan Peterson videos and jerking off, uh, stop it. Okay? Stop what you're doing. You get on, indeed, (laughs) and you get a fucking job. That's where you start. Okay, you're going to feel better when you have a job. You're going to go out and get a job. And you're going to just, you're going to, if you don't like that job, guess what? Go get another job. And you're just going to jump around to jobs until you find a job you like and that you can live with. Because you're not going to like any job you have. You're just going to have to jump around until you find something. You know, it's just like me. I just got a job. It's not where I wanted to be in life. It pays good. It's got retirement pension, all that good shit, good healthcare, stuff like that, 40 hours a week. If you go over 40, you get paid overtime. Find you a job like that, 
which are hard to find nowadays. But anyway, I looked up and I found one. Find you a good job that you can deal with that doesn't stress you out, doesn't doesn't drive you crazy. And then when you get off work, you need a hobby. You need you need something to take up your time when you're off work. All right. Don't watch YouTube. Don't sit around streaming shows for do something with your spare time. Don't just sit around the fucking house. And then um actually go out and talk to people. Go out and enjoy your life. Get out of the house. Go do something. Force yourself into the world. Force yourself out there. Stop watching Jordan Peterson videos. Because eventually you probably will if if you don't become a mass mass shooter. Uh, you know, an active shooter, which I'm assuming most incels do. Um, just don't. Don't buy that gun. Leave it at home. Just listen to this podcast. I want all the incels listening to Jordan Peterson. I want you to listen to this podcast because we have a lot in common. I'm just not down on your level. But I can help you get to where I'm at because I'm not... I'm not doing that great myself, but I'm doing better than you. (laughs) Do I sit around the house jerking off? Yeah. But I get laid eventually. Somebody, there's people out in the world and eventually there's certain people they got, you know, you eventually find the person that will fuck you. Okay. So, uh, most people don't like fat gingers, but then every once in a blue moon, you have somebody that's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Look at that fat fucking ginger. <laughs> they get riled by it. Is the blood flowing? There, there's somebody out there for you. I swear to God, there's somebody out there for you. You'll eventually get there, but first you have to stop being a fucking loser. You need to get a job. You need to get hobbies. You need to be an interesting person. Um, my hobby, I started gardening. This is what I do in my spare time. I garden a lot. So, uh, I have pretty flowers everywhere and I have, uh, a banana tree. (laughs) It's mainly just on my patio, but next year I want to get me a tiller and actually have a proper garden. Okay. And it's fun. It's a good hobby. Gives you something to do. Uh, you need a pet, you need a pet like my peanut here that sits on the floor farting and wheezing all day. And you know what? People tell you not to buy those breeds of dogs that can't breathe because they're the way their nostrils are set up. They're the cutest dogs because they're wheezing. So get you a wheezy dog. And uh, just follow this podcast. Okay? Follow this podcast. I'm taking the wheel from Jordan Peterson. I'm going to get you to where you need to be. Okay, Jordan can't do it. He's off crying. And, um, you know, I'm more stable than Jordan Peterson. Okay, I have a very low regard for myself, but I'm in a better place than Jordan (laughs) Jordan Peterson. Okay, so I'm taking the wheel. You can send money to me. I need to set up a Patreon or something so you can send money to me and I will give you advice on life. And my, my main advice, don't buy the fucking McDonald's adult Happy Meal. Stay away from it because that is for losers. Because I had the urge to buy the adult Happy Meal, but I said no. 
you're an adult. Do not buy a fucking Happy Meal. Moving on. I have a conspiracy theory that uh, there is no facts behind <laughs> There's no facts at all behind my conspiracy theory. But again, I'm going to go into it. Um, I'm in the Huntsville area a lot. And um, I'm on Memorial Drive a lot. And what? What's under the... I got to lower my voice for this because it's conspiratorial. What's under? What's under the un, the overpasses? When you're on Memorial Drive, why did they block in under the overpasses? So if you're on Memorial Drive and you're driving under the overpasses, they've like blocked it in. Is there anything behind those blocks? I mean, every single one, it's like there's these huge block walls that are under the overpasses. And I'm like, what, what's under it? Did they, is there like a big mound of dirt under there? Is it like bunkers? Why did they spend so much money on something that doesn't matter? Like, I guess it looks better. Why'd they block it in? Are there hidden? But I mean, you know, we got the arsenal there. Maybe there's like hidden bunkers under the uh, overpasses on Memorial. Maybe they did it to stop homeless people from putting up shop under the overpasses. I don't know, but man, it must have cost a huge amount of money to block in under there, so nobody could just hang out. You know, if that's if that's why they did it, if they blocked it in, so homeless people can't just hang out under there. Um, I mean, you know, and Huntsville is kind of like an anti-homeless place. You notice there's lots of fences and things. Maybe that's what they did. But I just sitting there thinking, like, wow, that's a lot of wasted government money. And I would rather believe a conspiracy theory that there's people. There's people behind those blocks with computers and radios and guns and gear and bombs. And we just need to find out what are they up to. <laughs> so if you're a person who, um, yeah, there's this uh, these people, uh, underground Alabama, I'm shouting out at you, underground Alabama. I think that's what it's called. They, they go all over the state. And I think there's another one called Adventure Alabama or something where they just go visit all kinds of weird stuff all over the state. Find out what is under the overpasses, like the bridges on Memorial. Why did they block it in? Is that where the aliens are? Probably. Could be anything. All right, I think that um, is all I have today. Um, and I just want to say that uh, <laughs> last episode, Heart Soul Not Hatsville, and uh, Katie Britt and me go back, go back so far. 
We have uh, been involved in so many threesomes with just randos at truck stops. You know, she actually used to be a lot lizard. Because we, when we would get bored, when we couldn't get, when we couldn't get poked at a bar, we would go out to the truck stop and we would just, we just hook, <laughs> just two girls out hooking. And um, she endorsed the podcast. I swear to you, I do not endorse her politics. I'm pro-choice, but she just has a firm, firmly held belief, and. I respect her for it. She has a firmly held belief that even when you know the baby's going to die, you go ahead and have it. You go ahead and deliver it because that's what Jesus wanted. And she's had like probably 50, 50 dead babies she's delivered in this world. And she loves every single one of them. God bless her for it. All right. Y'all have a good week.